Welcome to another episode of the RAG podcast. And for those of you who don't know, the RAG stands for Recruitment Agency Growth. Since early 2019, I've been interviewing the most successful and innovative recruitment owners to learn how they rose to the top of their game. In season seven, I'm going to be having raw, authentic and insightful conversations with agency owners, entrepreneurs, leaders, people across the industry. And I want to be learning about their ambitions, what's happening behind the scenes in their agencies today and their plans to navigate difficult market conditions. I'll be bringing you the latest and greatest recruitment stories every single week on Wednesdays at noon across multiple platforms. Stay tuned. Welcome back to another episode of the RAG podcast on this week's show. I was joined again by Vincere and specifically the head of product, Christy Gillum, where we had a follow-up show from the one we recorded in September. In this episode, we focused exclusively on the product roadmap, the things that they're working on right now to improve for you, the customer. Um, I talked about how they come up with um, or how they decide on which products to put into in, into action and, and which they don't. Um, and hopefully, like the key for this is hopefully you're starting to understand that Vinny are committed to the customer. Um, they are specifically actioning ro- the roadmap in certain directions and they are almost exclusively focused now on that small to medium-sized marketplace. Um, so they're going after making your life as a, as a boutique recruitment company much, much better. Um we get to the detail of the roadmap. We get to the detail of the plans for next year. And as always, Christy's delightful. So look, enjoy the episode. Listen up. Take notes. Again, don't be hesitant in going to their ideas portal if you're, if you're uh, a Vinny user and mentioning this episode and, and trying to get your, your idea into production. But listen, take notes. Hopefully it helps. Without further ado, Christy, welcome back to the RAG podcast. Thank you for having me back, Sean. It's good to be here. Two months has passed. It has. (laughs) It's gone extremely quickly. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, back in Vietnam with the team, um, going through our 12-month plan of what's coming up with the product. And, um, yeah, we've got lots of things coming up and things we're focusing on. So, yeah, excited to share um, some of that. How are you finding just in general the market going into Christmas? Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's up and down, depends on the geography, really. Um, so some areas are, are still booming, others are slowing down. Um, obviously here in Vietnam, they don't really have Christmas off, so we always work through the Christmas period and then we have uh, Tet instead. So it's, it's a little bit different. So, so Tet is the Vietnam uh, Lunar New Year. Uh, so they take their time off and that's in February. So we have right. a release so coming out. Any, they don't have any Christmas reference at all in Vietnam? Is they, there any, like, I mean, there's or... Christmas decorations everywhere. Ah, right. So, so they, there's plenty of expats, so they make sure they yeah. take care of us. But they generally don't have like that whole time off like we would. So right. we've got a we've got a release coming out uh, this weekend and then we've got another one coming out on Christmas Eve. So <laughs> like that just... Yeah. <laughs> if anyone wonders why Vincere got some weird times with delivery of things, it's Vietnam. Yeah, that's fine. Um, well, I've changed up. Since we last spoke, I've had a baby. So I'm now. Uh, yes. Uh, Congratulations. Born, thank you. She was born, I think, a week later than we delivered it. Like this episode at the end of September is about a week or so later. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's we're recording this early and uh, I've been awake for hours because I've got a newborn and that's what happens. But um, it's uh, <laughs> as we get to the. I'm looking forward to Christmas just for that. 
just to spend a bit of time with with the baby, with the family, not feel like I'm constantly rushing back to work because it's yeah, it's a lot going on. Um, yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm going to take some time off myself, which has uh, probably been I think a long time since I've taken you know longer well, than a few feels days. Like- this year feels like it's almost out, out now. Like, I feel like, yeah, you, you kind of, you can take enough jabs throughout the year, but when you get to like, well, <laughs> December, since December comes in, you're like, I'm ready to just get on the ropes now and chill. Um, so Absolutely. obviously we wanted to follow up from the last episode and we, yes. I guess we got some interesting feedback, mixed feedback. How, how did you guys find it? And what was the general chat around your clients afterwards? Um, so I got quite a lot of feedback direct to uh, my LinkedIn. So I had, um, I then started a little spreadsheet. I also, you know, checked all the comments that were against the post and reached mm. out to everybody individually. I had some really good chats with some people who, you know, perhaps feeling a little bit negative and um, talked to them and just found out where their real pain points were. So, um yeah, look, I found it was a really useful exercise and the feedback I got was great. I think most people appreciated the honesty um, that did come through. Um, but again, they're still looking for us to continue to improve and we want to show that we are doing that. It wasn't a one-off. It wasn't a, hey, here's all the stuff we're doing and we can't back it up. So, yeah. yeah. I, think, yeah. I think Nick and I both at the end of the, that episode as well probably, well, we, we probably didn't, I probably didn't prepare Nick well enough to know that the audience here is probably not like your massive yep. corporate organization. I mean, you, you'll get the odd bigger company, but I'm, I'm, I'm imagining the guys listening. Um, I look at the data of who we get listening. Um, probably in your smaller end of the industry. So yeah. um, boutique organizations, that are, yep. you know, they, they, they're really close to the coalface. So mm-hmm. some of the big ticket kind of vision and I don't think that, that is as important to some of these people it's like yeah absolutely I can't I can't even log a retainer on the platform and and so there was a I got a little bit of frustration from some people going like it was great but he's chatting like so high level can we can we go back down to so today yeah. I thought what we could do just me and you was more of a product chat and yes and look at what we're working on so yeah in terms of in terms of your like biggest ticket mm-hmm. items like, what are you specifically working on right now from a product perspective? So from a product perspective, um, we plan everything out in quarters. So right now we're in uh, quarter two. So Access does a uh, – it actually matches the Australian financial year. No idea. Mm. makes sense to me, but everyone yeah, else gets no confused when I say quarter two. Yeah. Um, but we, I try and have a really good balance when I am planning these. So um, also – we had a, a recent strategy day and um, taking on board, you know, the feedback and where we really sit. And we have decided that, you know, that mid-market, that small to mid-market, that's our sweet spot. They're, they're the people we want to be building Vincherry for. And so that aligns with the roadmap that I'm going with, yeah. which is, um, again, look, I've said many times, Albany loves you, which is our little improvements that come directly from people. I have had a massive uptake in uh, product feedback since the last podcast. So thank you to everyone sending through your ideas. Um, So we always make sure we've got a fair bit carved out just for that. Um, Then there's some strategic roadmap items that are around improving our UI, our UX. Like I said to you, like the, the word that fills me with dread every time I hear the word clunky. I don't want to hear that word anymore. So what mm. we're trying to do is go back, streamline. It's 
the way it was built, it's 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 a quick. It it got built so fast, um, and I did say to you at the time, you know, I was blown away by how quickly they came to market. Mm. It was just, where did these guys come from? Yeah. And so mm. I think there was just perhaps not as much. It, there's a lot of MVP, which minimum viable product. Yeah, those who yeah, don't yeah. know. Um, and so it was more just get the feature out there and we weren't putting that user journey first. And so I've spent a lot of time with my team here, with the developers. Every time I'm here, we run sessions where we talk about the user and the user journey and how that has to be the most important thing, that instead of going for the easiest dev solution, we need to take that cognitive load off the user onto us. They shouldn't have to think about how do I do this. Mm. So just because it's easier for you to dev it that way, that's not what we should be going to market with. So we're we're going back and we're really just improving the features we already have. There's no real new big Can you, can you give stuff. us some could you give us some detail on a few features that you are going to change and why? Yep. So um, the big ones that we're changing are around the UI. So people know we um, updated our company and our contact records. So Canada is still to come. Uh, we also did the quick ad job. So we're going to do the quick ad for all of them. And on top of that, we're going to be improving our velocity. So our velocity is our tool that links in with LinkedIn. Right. Uh, so I am not doing the full LinkedIn integration. Uh, the reason for that is, again, a lot of our customers are smaller. If I did that, they would have to buy a LinkedIn recruiter. There is no mm. getting around it. I don't want to put people in that position. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, But what we want to do is improve our tool so that it works more like that quick ad candidate so that when you're saying, I need these mandatory fields when I'm adding a candidate, that that works with your velocity as well. We're also bringing in the in-mails. So, again, that can be improved. We're just trying to make it easier for people to get the candidates and contacts into their database so we've improved our data import tool as well. Is there any well. risk to people's profiles with, with the integration with LinkedIn? Just because LinkedIn's so obsessed with this. <laughs> Anything that you automate whatsoever in and out of the platform technically breaks the LinkedIn terms and conditions. You know, we, we've partnered in the past with a platform called Shield, which is incredible mm-hmm. for data and analytics. But recently, we've, 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 we've stepped away from that partnership as a business. Just yeah, because- look- too many people getting kicked out of their LinkedIn account, even though yeah, all you, it does is pull data and show you the data. It doesn't automate anything in the platform, but you're, can, you're automating the, the visual of yeah. something in LinkedIn, which is ultimately the same. So what I can explain to you is how this works. So if you use LinkedIn regularly, which you do, mm-hmm. if you were to have a look at your social selling index, so you can go and have a look at that. If you've got a yeah. high score and you are always on there and you're always posting, then you having a lot of activity is not going to trigger LinkedIn. If you suddenly get this automation tool, so these automation tools are completely allowed. Um, it's public data. Yes, they do go and change it every now and then, so we have to tweak things. Um, but it's if you go from zero to 100, LinkedIn thinks you're a bot, yeah. and immediately they're going to flag your account. So you, you, can't, you have to make sure that you're doing it in a measured way, that you are you know, not just going in on day one and adding a thousand contacts to your mm. system. That's, that, is, that is going to trigger LinkedIn. Yeah. Um, when it does come to privacy, though, um, so as long as you are adding in people in a considered way, um, they're, they're, yeah, these, these tools are absolutely used by 
a lot of different companies. Um, and yeah, we do we do want to improve ours that we have there, and um, we're trying to build in some around that to help people with that problem. We are going to start building in some some warnings uh, and some 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 limits so that you can't go crazy. Um, yeah. yeah. So what would you be able to do though from Vincere? Would you be able to like? type into Vinny and it'll go to LinkedIn or is it all the other way around? Is it, you can message someone in LinkedIn and it'll automatically store in Vinny. Yeah. yeah. It's that way, yeah. That's, yeah, that's the way it works. And so in Vinny, you can also, their LinkedIn profile will be linked so you can go to their profile yeah. Um, yeah. and it will check if they're already there. So yeah, we can were improving. Can into Vinny straight from yep. LinkedIn? Yeah, you can do that work. right now. Yeah, yep, yep. you can do that right now. Um, but what we want to do is improve that. Um, and like I said, add those mandatory fields so that the data that's going into the system. So a lot of companies want to have, say, uh, industry. Uh, right now, you can skip that field. So if they've made that mandatory in Vincere when they're adding a candidate and not any other way, right now, if you're using that tool, it will it, it doesn't make you put that field in. So we're going to, when we build that quick ad candidate, we'll, we'll be improving velocity along those lines as well. So. Right. Is there anything else, any other specifics you're working on? Uh, there, so yeah, like I said, the UI, um, let me go to my roadmap themes. Um, so we are looking at improving some payroll integrations. So everyone would know that we have been focusing a lot on the fast track integration, yeah. uh, being an access product. Uh, fast track is really, again, for that large end of the market, incredible product, does amazing complex interpretation but not everybody needs that so what we want to do is we do have our Vinny module with time temp we do basic interpretation and a lot of people then have a csv export that they might pop into zero or another payroll product so what i'm doing is i'm looking at what payroll products are people using and how can i automate that process for them because they don't need the big payroll what we have now works for them, but we take away that risk of that file and we give them more options. So I want people to, again, ultimately, you know, when they're big enough, come to the access umbrella, take all the products, but we still need to give them options. So that's another thing we're doing is spending a lot of time on our API so we can start to expand our marketplace. So we want to expand that. Um, I think I said in the last episode, it was something we never did before. It was the whole Frankenstack. Um, way of thinking, but there's just so many tools out there that that help recruiters in their day to day that I want them to be able to use through Vinny. I don't I don't want it to be hard for them. So we've added I think 40 partners this year, um, and we've got uh, 20 more in development right now. So we're growing that um, just to give people options um, so that they're not having to take a certain um, provider. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Or if that provider's not giving good service, we we don't want that to be the only thing we're offering. So we, we want to make sure that we're working well with those partners as well. So we've, we've really improved that. Um, we are still doing uh, the temp um, improvements. However, uh, the scheduler, which is one of my favourite parts, is being revamped for smaller agencies. So right now, it it's been set up for really high volume. So the way it works, you can have you can have like 120 bookings in one box. Most people aren't filling at that scale. 
most of our customers are not feeling at that scale. They just want to see almost a spreadsheet-like view, which it yeah. looks it's more like that, but prettier. Um, yeah. But where they'll just be able to see who's where really easily, um, a one by one. You'll see the name. You'll be able to action from there. You'll be able to that the whole thing's being revamped more for that smaller scale, because it's it's a great tool. But again, it's just um, it's it's for high volume, and I don't want those smaller agencies to miss out on the the functionality of having a scheduler natively built, which then feeds through to your time sheeting, because it's it's just a bit it's too yeah, much it's, for them. It's so relevant. it's scaling it back. It's um, not relevant to all of them, is it? No, in no, it's not. No, no. So in terms of your email functionality and the automation mm-hmm. around email, I think one of the questions we had from the from the audience was that. The simple things that Bond Adapt could do in 2003 that Vincere can't. Um, and he said it's basic functionality around email templates, wildcards, interview confirmations, like limited options, can't even include the client's address or website. Emails look pretty, but all the information has to be manually put in. Is there something, does that make sense? Yep, absolutely. Wildcards are a huge one. Um, that's also something we're improving. Um, right now, you have to add them onto each template which we are doing as customers request, but we're also in the background restructuring the way it works so that if you just choose candidate and you say, I want, and then we just add those fields to the candidate. So all of the fields be available there for you for, for, to put into those wildcards. So we are working on that in the background while also continuing to add any wildcards we get asked for um, into the specific emails. We're also, what we've done recently, we did put out an email release recently where we have changed the UI. It now looks like every other email you use. It looks like your outlooks, your Gmails. It feels like you're just rather than having a different UI, I want things to be easy for people. I don't want them again. It's that cognitive load. I don't want them to have to think, why is sending an email different inventory to how every other email works? So what we've done is we have revamped the UI. It looks like all your other emails. It works like your other emails. You can favorite things. You can put them in folders. And we've got customers right now who are in beta testing for real-time email sync. Um, that's been going well. So we do plan on rolling that out to everyone next year. So they will have Trust their me, emails never, coming in in real I've time. Never, I've never lived in a CRM's email. Like I've got HubSpot. Yeah. Phenomenal, and it, it really is like a great system. But I don't. I just still live in Gmail. Like I just, it, it never feels like Bullhorn. I used as a recruiter. I never, I never actually used Vincherry as a recruiter, but I've seen it plenty of times. Of course, mm. I, I just it naturally doesn't feel right to sit in it. But I can see the benefit of doing it if you if you can sit in the CRM. You can if you can, you can keep people there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's that's what we want. We want people to stay in the one system. Um, and so that's where we are looking at what we've built and how can we simplify it. Um, that's also coming along with um, our other project of adding the in-app training. So we went out and found a tool. There, there are lots of tools that do this. Um, so again, we we had a look at all, all that could offer and we are going to be having that in-app training that's just going to take that. How do I do this? Because it's such a big system. So we'll then step you through step by step. Will it be like a portal where you can type a question and it'll 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 index different options and things like that? Yeah, so it'll pretty much take you through step by step. So um, yeah, it'll come up and say uh, you'll say, "I want to uh, 
ad account is a very simple one, but it will say, go click here. So you click there, then type in name, type, and it will step by step you through it. Right. And at the end, you're done. It won't be a video. It will actually no. walk you in real time. Right. Cool. That's right. So that's that's something we're bringing in, which I think will help with adoptability. Um, so I think that that's one thing I get a lot, even in the product feedback channel, I get things and I'm like, it can already do that. So I jump on the phone and or Matt, um, another thing that has changed in the last two months is I have um, hired someone into my team who is doing product enablement. So you'll see him probably up a lot more on webinars. Uh, his name is Matthew Donnelly, you might have seen yeah. him around LinkedIn. Um, he knows Vin Cherry. He, he, he's Vinny at heart um, and he is going to be putting out a lot more content, um, helping me kind of get that message. I'm someone who has always um, talked about features we're doing. I put screenshots up. I'm not, you know, protective of that, of competitors seeing what we're yeah, doing. Yeah. I, I want our users to know um, and I want people to know what we're doing here. So we, it's really just that enablement, not only of our users, but also of our internal staff. So we've got a program now where we are getting everybody to when we, they, they're loving me right now. Um, when we put out release notes, uh, we do a video and then they all have to do a test at the end uh, to make sure they've read it, to make sure they understand and to make sure they know the value to the customer. So it's just so important to me that it doesn't matter who you're talking to at Vincherry, they're going to be able to help you. So, um, yeah, we're, we're really pushing that, and that's through all the teams. So not just not just those on the front lines, absolutely everybody um, need, needs to know. Um, and Makes sense. Yeah, we, we've, had some good, we've had some good pickup from that. And, um, yeah, the other stuff we're doing, um, obviously access-led uh, around workspace. We'll be adding the button into Vincherry. That'll happen uh, early next What's year. That? Sorry, what's the workspace? So Workspace is Access's overarching umbrella that brings everything together. So in Workspace, you can, if you take multiple products, it gives you SSO, but it also will yep. give you your feed. So we'll be bringing actionable items into your feed. So right now you can get notifications and they can get busy. I'm sure, uh, yeah, I'm sure you've got a million different messaging tools if you're anything like mm. me and the notifications can get overwhelming. So what we're yeah. going to do is bring those that need to be actioned into a feed where we'll be able to action right there. So it will say this document needs to be verified. The candidate's just uploaded it. It needs to be verified. You can do it right there. So yeah. it's not going to get lost in the noise. So we're bringing that in and that's also going to bring in some AI functionality that the wide access group is working on. Um, that will also bring into the product. Um, so that will go alongside um, the other AI stuff we have got. We have an AI coach in our intelligence that helps you set your KPIs and you can forecast based on how people went last year. We have an automation tool. Um, and then we also have all of our, all of our search and match is AI based um, and we're constantly improving that. But we're looking at other ways of how we can make recruiters jobs easier take them out of the admin, um, formatting resumes, uh, you know, that the general BD kind of stuff. You can use Automate tool for that, but the formatting resumes is one I really want to, uh, we do I have a tool. Ask, I was going to say like AI. Yeah. How much, how much AI do you see Vinny adopting and how will it impact the customer? I think we are going to 
specific use cases and we will get those from our customers. What do you want us to focus on? Um, I also do want to be a little careful with data security as well. Just right now in how it all works, we, we yeah. want to make sure that you're not putting people's resumes into something that suddenly everyone can see. Um, so, yeah, we, do, we, we just want to make sure we do it in a really considered way. I have had people in the market say every time I give that answer, it's like I'm avoiding the question, but it's actually really important to me that you understand that AI, can, it, it can be amazing, but there are also some downfalls and I yeah, you don't, don't know. Want the, you don't actually know like where that accent is. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. So, so we do want to make sure they're really specific use cases that we're ensuring that your data is protected. Um, look, and the other, the biggest thing, honestly, that we are working on is the speed of the system. So that is uh, takes up 30% of all of our dev time right now is improving the technology that is sitting behind VinCherry. So we're updating our servers, we're updating our code bases, we're updating our libraries, our security, everything gets run through uh, Sonar Cube. Something that might not have been a, a problem last week is suddenly flagged as being an issue. So we can jump on that and make sure that we've updated our libraries, just keeping your data really secure. And that's a huge focus for us in just being able to scale, making sure that your data is secure. A message from our sponsor, Vincere. Another of their products is known as Time Temp. This is your complete integrated timesheet workforce management solution. It's pre-built, it's pre-integrated, and it's designed so no matter how much your business grows, you'll be able to keep track of every single worker in one place in your CRM. All the changes inside Vincere will sync with Time Temp and they'll be fed back into your account, automating the entire process with two-way sync from your front to back office. Vincere's Time Temp enables you to create shift schedules, search available workers, shortlist and book assignments in seconds. They'll also allow you to track time, track leave, track expenses within their built-in payroll engine. It's called Door Clock. And then they've also got a mobile app for the on-the-go worker. If, again, you're looking to get more from your CRM, Vincere's Time Temp Solution is another tool that enables you to perform more of your business-critical processes in your CRM. Find out if you could use Time Temp via the link in the show notes. Right, let's get back to it. Well, that was one of the clients of mine mentioned about your single, not single sign, the two-factor authentication mm-hmm. um, and how that affected, let me just read it out what they said a while ago. They said, yeah. um, compliance can be an issue. We can't use, uh, we can't use certain things because we haven't set up two-factor authentication and the data is at risk. This means it isn't, uh, isn't delivering email templates Um we send out emails using templates from Vinny, like temp confirmations or interview confirmations. Yep. Been trying to work these out for over a year. It's hard work. We have an okay. exit. We have to exit the system to do it. We've ended up buying HubSpot. Okay. Because, because the two-factor authentication was was just more exist, or they they had it with HubSpot and we didn't with Vinny. Okay. No, we absolutely have multi-factor authentication inventory that came out a while ago. Um, mm. So perhaps at that time it wasn't there, uh, but we do have multi-factor authentication. There's a, in our release, um, our most recent release, we are improving that. You weren't able to see who had turned it on 
in your company. Right. So we've improved that. So now you're going to be able to see, okay, this person hasn't done it yet. Um, I can go and force them um, instead of the nice, hey, would you like to turn this on message you used to get? Um, so, yeah, we were putting in some more controls around it. But no, mod factor authentication absolutely exists. Um, it runs Is there any reason it. why someone would feel like it's not safe or not not working correctly? Not that I know of, no. If they want to contact me, we can have a look yeah, at what in, might be the issue. Yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah um, absolutely. Because that's, about- that's working across access products and there's thousands of them. So we all the, use the same thing. The, the, Vinny, the, the marketing automation we've mentioned in the past, but like what's the plan around that because that's that it does feel like they'll you know the bullhorn here fish acquisition <laughs> was was they, they they gobbled up so much market share because of that one yeah absolutely speed everything up so what i know you were building an internal thing previously mm-hmm. but with your marketplace mindset now what what's the plan yep still building the internal one so we still have vinnie mate uh and we are looking to improve that um so that's still there. You can still use that through us. You can build those journeys. Um, but then we are also opening up to those other marketplace partners. So we partner with Smart AI. Um, I put a customer onto them recently and it was exactly what they needed. Um, Sense, we, we, we partner with a lot of these automation tools, but we do also have our own internal one. Our internal one allows... Uh, you can do more with ours because it's, it's, it's straight into our database rather than our publicly available API. So, yeah, um, yeah we, we have that. You can reach out and get a demo. Um, and we, we uh, that's why we're doing so much work on our API as well, um, adding all those webhooks. Uh, we have more and more customers who want to build their own automation mm-hmm. as well. So, again, that's why we are spending a lot of our time so it's those small fixes for our customers, improving the UI, but then improving that API so that those webhooks are there for people to use so that they can they can build what they need. Um, not, how do you... Yeah. Because you've got so many clients globally. Like, how yep. would you decide as a team which which change to make? Because surely, like, you could have at any one time, let's say 100 different things that one company wants here and one company wants there. Mm-hmm. I can imagine that's difficult because you want to please everyone, but you can't because you're just yep. one team yourself. So how how do you make that decision or what's most important? So we do encourage people to use the product portal where they submit their ideas. If you go and look at that now, you'll see that your ideas are there and you can vote. So there is a bit of a popularity contest with some of those things. So if you do want your feature to get into the roadmap, make sure you submit it to us so it's there. Because once it's there and others see it and think that's a great idea, I would love that as well. Straight away, that's going to go up the priority list. So it's things like that where I am always getting asked for things or it's, like I said, we've we've got strategic items in mind where we know we need to improve uh, Vinceri, the gold console for one. Uh, is an area that needs improvement. Um, you mentioned the retain jobs before. We, you can yeah. do a retain job. What it doesn't do is auto-calculate the difference at the end. So it's missing one step at the end. So we have plans to fix that. Um, so it, like it's just it's just putting the polish on a lot of the features while we continue to improve what's sitting behind it so that it's faster, more intuitive, less clicky, 
Um, and yeah, there's, there's not going to be any big um, features added. It is going back to our core market, our core customers, listening to them, seeing what they need. Um, it, it, it is that small to mid-market that we are purely focused on right now. And, and that's where of, everything's coming you from. You just said then, that like, if I submit an idea, mm-hmm. it'll be on a portal and I can vote on other people. So, But yes. that's a very much a, is that a pro, that's a proactive action from me. So is there any way, do you alert people to these as well or not? Do you say, look, we've had this request. What do you think? Like, is there any is there any like focus group conversation going out? Or is yes. it all yes. dependent on internal action? No. Right. So we have just started our uh, voice of the customer, which we are calling the VPPs, which is our Vinny product pioneers. Uh, we are starting to build a group together of people who engage with us regularly, who are positive, coming on the Vinny journey, want to make Vinny better. We have so many customers who are just amazing and have great ideas and give us incredible feedback. So we'll be taking these ideas as well to that group. Um, we're just working out how we're going to do that at scale. We're thinking how we how we get everyone chatting. I don't really want to WhatsApp groups. So we're just trying to work out the technology behind it, but we do already have the people um, and we are engaging with them. Like I said, I did hire someone whose entire role here is product enablement. So he would have mm-hmm. been reaching out to a lot of those people individually. But now it's how can we make that happen at scale? So there will be groups of customers that they can join and, um, yeah, give us give us that feedback. So what we'll do is we'll take the prototypes that we uh, design based on ideas and say, did we get this right? Um, also send those out and get feedback from people. Um, we're looking at tools that can uh, basically test the intuitiveness of our designs so they sit over the top and they'll say, do this action. And then we can track where they clicked. So we can say, oh, okay, that they clicked somewhere we weren't expecting. Okay, that's that's interesting. We've obviously got that button in the wrong spot. Like how are people using the system? Um, so we're building up towards that. We've got really big plans in the new year and, um, yeah, really excited to start launching some of that from a product perspective. Um, so, yeah, the product portal is proactive put your ideas in. If you want to join our VPPs, reach out. And, I, think, um, I think that's the yeah. key. I think one thing, I think if we finish the show here is you are very much a face of the business that is prepared to listen and talk. So like if people want to message you. Oh, absolutely. Give them time. It's not like, I don't know. I think you look at businesses like <laughs> Access, it feels quite faceless. It feels like they're big, bad. Whereas Vinny was always, you could uh, get older, Louise, no, ab- get older Bernie if you needed to. Absolutely. Right? I was, but now I was, it's about people taking that with you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I was on a client call, I think it was like 3 a.m. in Australia a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I got it, I was in bed at the time and I got a, a message through and I went, I've got to deal with this right now. So I reached out and said, hey, you want to jump on a call? He's like, oh my gosh, what time is it? I'm like 3 a.m., but this is important. Let's talk about it. So I am extremely passionate about this industry and building the product for this industry. Um, I am here because I was frustrated as a recruiter. So I get it. And I want to talk to our users. It's hard to talk to all 20,000 users. So (laughs) that's where we want to scale. 
But I am absolutely there. And that's where having Matt has taken a lot of that stuff I was doing. Um, he will also jump on with customers as well um, to chat through their issues. So we're both available from a product perspective. But then again, we'll be doing this at scale. You're going to see a lot more webinars. You're going to see a lot more content. And we'll be engaging with you as much as we can. Um, again, we can't do everyone's ideas. Um, we get hundreds. Uh, so the priorities of, okay, it, it will go along the lines of that's a great idea. You definitely can't do that now. We should move that up. If there is another way of doing it that might not be ideal, but you can do it, that might drop it down a little and we'll, we'll bring it up. But it, it really just depends. But if I get a lot of people saying this is what we want or, you know, there's, there's so many times why I leave room in our sprints for these. I got, I got one um, this morning where I straight away tagged the PO and said, pop this in your next quarter. I want this done. It was yeah. just such a good idea. Um, so it's, yeah, it's, it's, it, but it was a simple thing. Again, it's, it's not some big flashy feature. It is just making recruiters' lives easier, taking away the admin. Um, yeah, I mean, my, my son's actually started in recruitment um, a few months ago. So it, it's been interesting watching, uh, watching his, his journey. Um, and, uh, I, yeah, didn't quite expect him to, to go into recruitment, but he has. And watching the way that, yeah, he's building those relationships. And it just reminded me again, like, why I love this industry. And it's the relationships. So I don't want the system to be hard. I don't want to make your jobs hard. I want to make it easier. Yeah. So, yeah that you can build those relationships because that's how you stand out. That's how you keep those candidates with you. That's how you foster their careers. And that's how you keep those clients is by giving them the time that I'm going to want to give to you. So, 100%. Yeah. Christy, thanks so much for, for coming back and showing us again what you're up to and being so open. Um, I hope people have enjoyed listening again and I hope people keep asking you questions and keep using LinkedIn as a way to get directly to you because yep, you are say you're trying your best. Um, we've got more Vinnie Hoxo episodes planned in the future for different topics. But for now, I think we've, we've really gone into detail on the product. If anyone has any further questions, hopefully they'll reach out to you. Um, I wish you yep. the best of luck for the rest of the year. Um, Thank you. Enjoy Vietnam. Don't, um, we'll do. <laughs> Don't don't get stuck in the in the city. Get yourself back to the rural Australia where you you know you're meant to be. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll head back for Christmas. So yeah. lovely. Yeah, right. I'll speak to you very soon. Thanks so much. Thanks, Sean. Bye. Thank you as always for listening to today's show. I truly hope that you got value from it. Honestly, it's the only reason I take time every week to ensure that my audience, you guys, future and existing recruitment owners, you're learning from each other to make this industry that I love so much stronger. And today's episode is brought to you by my business, Hoxo. I'm the CEO and founder, and we're on a mission to help brand recruitment agencies and their people better. I want to help people have the tools to stand out in the most competitive markets in the world. We're currently working with over 350 recruitment agencies and 5,000 of their consultants right now, helping them to build their personal brands to consistently win more business attract talent and just become that go-to recruiter in the market. Now we do have a huge coaching program, but a lot of people don't know, we also manage the brands of a lot of founders and we can do the rebrand of that company organizational piece as well. So if your recruitment agency, 
either needs help to look and sound exactly how you want it to, or your leadership and consultant level need to get out there and drive more traffic back to that website, to the business and start using LinkedIn to generate more revenue, then you should definitely be reaching out to us. If that sounds of interest, please do visit www.hoxomedia.com or drop me, Sean, a personal message on LinkedIn. I love hearing from RAG listeners. I would love to talk to you. Uh, Look forward to it. So I'll see you again next week with another episode. Catch you soon.